Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. I've been having a lot of technical problems trying to get the show on the air. I usually use a headset uh, with a microphone um, to do the show from my uh, PC. I'm using a landline, so I don't know how I sound right now. But um, I'm just going ahead with the show. Uh, it's supposed to be a good 30-minute show. It took five minutes just to get this thing started. My apologies. Um, so um, a couple of little updates. That's why I haven't done the show since I got back uh, to New York. And um, I can't figure out a problem, and, well, this PC is pretty much shot. Uh, this laptop has been giving me problems ever since I got back. So, But I wanted to uh, put up something at least uh, before we go back live on M&N. Uh, me and Mark, we did a show two weeks ago. We're going again live. It's coming Saturday. And, uh, was it uh, a Channel 6056, Icon 56? If you go to the website, MNN. Manhattan Neighborhood Network dot org mnn dot org and at five five p.m. on the internet you'll be able to see the show. Uh, the show is only uh, broadcast in the New York area, and I'll be making more announcements. Show we have we again another technical problem the first ten minutes, but basically the first ten minutes um, didn't record on disc for some reason, so only the last twenty minutes. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I was introducing because we haven't been on for about five, six months. We're this show uh, celebrating 26 years on the air, and uh, I don't know how much longer we're going to keep going. They keep renewing us, so we keep going, but I always take a winter break and show repeats. Uh, we did miss the whole Star Wars thing, uh, which is uh, now number three at the box office. And uh, So let me get right into it, and then I'm going to have uh, some little uh, quick reviews. I'm just going to put everything in order. So let's talk box office. Uh, of course, um, right now, Captain America Civil War is going to break the $1 billion mark as this weekend. And it should be somewhere in the top ten in about a week. Uh, about Memorial Day weekend, we're going to find out where in the top ten it's going to be of all time international box office. Uh, it's cleaning up everywhere. Not like uh, Star Wars where China and Japan kind of nixed it. Uh, Star Wars only made 100 million. Co- considering Fast and the Furious made uh, 400 million, and Fast and the Furious number seven, um, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Pacific Rim. Um, like uh, Pacific Rim uh, made over 200 million uh, at the box office. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we all know Pacific Rim is not being directed by Guillermo del Toro, but uh, he's going to be executive producer. They're going ahead with that, so we are going to get a Pacific Rim 2, again, thanks to China. 
uh, but it kind of rejected uh, Batman and Superman. China is a big thing to the point where China right now is going to do its own superheroes. Remember in the last radio show, I talked about uh, there was a segment played on 60 Minutes. How China, not only they want in now, they want to be part of Hollywood. They're going to start making, well, they're going to hire the guys from Civil War to make a civil, um, to make their own Civil War, their own superhero version in China with Chinese and American actors. Um, there was a film called Monkey King and Mermaid, uh, both Chinese productions that made over $500 million. And I said this before the last show. The way it works is these other countries got their own movie studios. They don't need our films. We need them. Right now, Captain America is U.S.-made, but we need that international box office. China's got its own movies. Uh, Godzilla, uh, Toho version, Japanese version, is coming out this summer. Godzilla Resurgence. And they're going to release Godzilla over there and then release it on Blu-ray internationally. Only in Japan it's going to come out in the movie house. The way they feel, they're better off with a Blu-ray market. Instead of spending all that money publicizing it internationally, because they know that the markets don't really adapt to Godzilla. They saw that with Star Wars, Japan nixed it. So did India. And everybody kind of nixed Batman versus Superman. Since they got back up, I was supposed to do a show and do a recap on Batman versus Superman, the box office. What happened? Very simple. Even one of said, screw it, we're not going to be, uh, even advertise it no more. Two weeks before Civil War came out, Captain America Civil War, they just said, no, that's it, uh, enough, write it off. Don't even bother spending any more money on promotion and marketing. They even pulled the plug, their own studio. Now, there was a big thing on, um, um, and this is all reference to my blog, okay? Um, let me go back to that before I continue. Quick three, uh, three quick things. I updated the website, videonexpress.com. Uh, got the links over there, including a link. Uh, you have to go to this website to get to this other link, and that's our Godzilla community, which is on Google+. You have to sign up to Google+. That's not our fault. Um, you sign up to Google+, which is another variation of Facebook. But on Google+, we have a Godzilla community that I set up uh, about, what, two, almost three years ago, and we have over 3,000 members. And um, there's a lot of updates, a lot of artwork and articles, a lot of stuff by, by the fans. And the other thing on my website, um, I'm getting a lot of hits with Pinterest. I'm also on Instagram. And we got the show dates for the rest of the summer of, uh, of our shows that are Saturday at Manhattan Wood Network. I just wanted to give you a quick up hands on that. And also that goes to our blog to our blog page. That's videolandexpress.blogspot.com. There's a link there on the website, uh, Block Talk Radio, and a little dialog box. I put both links there. And if you get to our blog, um, you can just type in, go to Google search and just type in Video Land Express blog or blogger, and it will take you there. And that blog page has all the articles of the day that I post. Now, lately, I haven't been posting every day because I've been whole busy with this acting thing. I'll talk about that in the next show. Um, the the big football was I did a pilot called The Deuce with James Franco. That's going to be on HBO, and it's, show, it's starting in June. 
And, well, there's a whole bunch of dress rehearsal for that. My hours and my show times have been really screwed up, and the PC over here not working doesn't help things. But anyway, um, I'll be talking more about that in the next couple of shows down the road. Um, so the black, uh, the black page is basically has all the articles, and I posted it of these, uh, these articles that I'm mentioning now about the whole studio shakeup, uh, the latest news uh, with James Bond, to offer them $100 million for two, two new pictures. Uh, let me tell you, that, because Spectre didn't do as good at the box office, people were wondering why they're giving him so much money. Well, Spectre and the Blu-ray did huge. Okay, there's a point to this. A million copies on Blu-ray. Now, it, it, Blu-rays and DVDs are not selling like they used to. There's a whole streaming thing. Pretty soon, Blu-rays and DVDs are going to be phased out. That's why they're pushing this 4K. The new TVs with 4K. Remember when Sony came out with the 3D? That kind of backfired 3D TVs. That kind of tanked. So now they're pushing the 4K. Uh, a new version of the Blu-ray. The whole idea behind that just to recycle all the old property. People are just going to streaming. They couldn't care less. But anyway, um, with that being mentioned, that's what they're hoping with Batman vs. Superman. Now, there was a shakeup on Warner Brothers. Um, people say, well, that's behind the scenes, or we don't care. Well, that's what happened with Superman 1 and 2, uh, directed by Richard Donner. He was in the middle of directing Part 2. That's why he, uh, he fights General Zod, the original version with Christopher Reeve as Superman. Right in the middle of filming that, because Richard Donner came out with his own version of what it would have looked like if he finished the picture. And basically, when he was right in the middle of doing part two, they yanked him and they replaced him with Richard Lester. The reason that there's a lot of uh, shift going on, they don't like what happened with Batman versus, uh, Batman, versus, uh, Batman versus Superman with the sales. That picture should have done over a billion, and it didn't. To the point of Deadpool... Now Deadpool uh, made almost seven, uh, almost made eight hundred million because it was rated R with the language, the nudity, and the violence. China said no. It could have made another hundred million, hundred fifty. It could have made nine hundred million dollars. Now that's Deadpool. Deadpool changed a lot of things around the whole corporate thinking. People said, "How? Uh, nobody really knows that much about Deadpool except like Wolverine fans, X Men fans." So everybody, it, blew, it just blew everybody's mind, the expectations of that doing that much at the box office. Anyway, that's what the blog is. All these different articles refers to what I'm talking about. It's kind of like an extension. That's why I do this radio show. Instead of, I've been typing, a lot of people say, we love the articles you put, but you get long-winded typing, I know, and I get tired of typing, hence this show. But Deadpool did change a lot of things. It's kind of me going into detail instead of typing at that blog. But that gives you an idea of the articles that I put my two cents in. Now, I'm running out of time over here because of technical problems. I want to talk more about this in detail because i got 30 minutes tomorrow on the show. Eminem, we're going back and celebrating 26 years. All that is for my resume. Um, which I'll get into the next couple shows. So basically, we're catching up. Now, solo. Mark is on vacation. <laughs> I scared. We can trying to get our schedules right, but um, hopefully in the next two weeks we'll, we'll we'll kind of settle in, you could say, so we can catch up. But like I was saying before, Deadpool changed a lot of things around. 
they changed a couple of leading people, you know, behind the scenes, the suits, to make sure that Zack Snyder doesn't screw up, but they promoted Ben Affleck. My point was what happened with Richard Donner. He was right in the middle of that second Superman. They could do the same thing here. That was kind of a warning sign. They were hoping that Batman vs. Superman on Blu-ray ought to do a million. That was over, you know, a million copies sold, which I think is a lot of money at 20 bucks a piece. Uh, gives you an idea that they will make that much on uh, the Blu-ray. Now, that doesn't happen. <laughs> the, the 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 fun word that um, I've been saying a lot of people on the in, uh, internet. His nickname, Zack Snyder, Zack Sack, a <laughs> sack Zack, should I say? He could be out of a job. He could start. He already started the Justice League. But the point being is, Superman should Batman vs Superman should have made over a billion dollars, and it didn't. Okay, so somebody's job is threatened. And when it's Deadpool making over uh, almost uh, $800 million, and then you have something like Civil War, which is the third Captain America, and this doing huge. Well, it didn't hurt having uh, a Spider-Man in there. We all know there's going to be a new Spider-Man with Iron Man being in that film, and the villain's going to be the Vulture. They're talking to Michael Keaton as being one of the villains. That's really good news. And the Vulture was it was all character. That was my first villain character I was introduced to in the Spider-Man universe. Actually, that whole uh, I think it was a three or four part comic um, comic issue, and I was a big fan of that. So the Vulture was the first villain that I got introduced before you know um, Doc Ock and um, and the rest of them. So I was always been looking forward to that. We know that John Markovich tried, but they canceled his character as the Vulture to put in Venom, uh, the, the original series uh, with Tobey Maguire. And then they asked, what's his name? I just put it on the website, and I just forgot. Um, oh, that's interesting. What did I do with that? Okay. Oh, I'm just looking at a little reference here. That I mentioned here. Oh, I lost the sight. Look at that. Again, my PC is failing me. Piece of crap. Never get an Asus. <laughs> These things, I had so much problem ever since I bought this damn thing. So, anyway, so there was another actor, John Markovich and uh, uh, Ben Kinsley, of course. Anyway, they both tried out with the costumes. And, it, and they, they kept on turning down these, uh, these characters. So we're finally going to get the vulture. That's why I want to get that out of the way. Anyway, um, so now now, what's happening is they look at this. As a matter of fact, the commentary Deadpool. I mentioned on the last show, someone gives me, someone asks me, give me a dollar, and I'll make you $10 back. Somebody gives me, uh, says, give me a, a dollar, I'll make you $100 back. So who am I going to go to? The first person or the second person? That's what happened with Deadpool. Last year, it was Minions. Minions only cost $80 million to make. I know I've been mentioning that, but it's a point of reference. That made, uh, that got it in the top ten last year of all time internationally. It made over a billion dollars. And they look, now Disney's looking at all this other animation. It's like, can we bring the budgets down? <laughs> 
And the reason for bringing the budget is that what they got all this money in the world? They got billions and billions of dollars. The point is, you make about two hundred million of three hundred million. Where is the, uh, the profit for the next movie? That's why they're talking to Daniel Craig. They'll invest money in him, but they want the, the next movie to be a remake of For Your Eyes Only, which is basically two locations and hardly any money for um, special effects. It's not necessary. Spectre costs almost $500 million, almost made a billion. Again, Batman versus Superman. They finally admitted it. it costs $300 million to make. Another $200 million. And marketing and uh, distribution. I'm getting to a reason for this. Somebody was asking me. And this is what happened with Spider-Man. Spider-Man cost $500 million, but it made $800 million, right? So it made $300 profit. Where's the money going to come for the next movie? That's $300 profit that made. That's no reason in a business to break even and whatever money profit they have to spend it all in the next movie. Why? There are other movies to be made. And that's the point I'm, I'm making. And that's why a lot of times the studios don't want to spend all this money. And when it doesn't happen, heads will roll or they cut the budget. For example, Supergirl. That show was costing $3 million an episode. I didn't see it. They sure didn't spend it on special effects. And then it's to be dumped in and sent it to CW11, which makes a lot more sense because at least it would be in the same framework as Arrow. Uh, and The Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. So now they're all big, happy family. Going back to DC Universe, that whole cha- change-up with the Warner Brothers studio. That's a, a way of them saying, okay, I'm, a new, I'm, I'm the new sheriff in town, and Zack is out. DC works great on TV. Marvel doesn't. Marvel canceled a spin-off um, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent Carter was supposed to be renewed. They canceled it. Mom knows, listen, uh, we're not doing good on TV. Maybe we should concentrate on the movies. And the big chief said, okay, we got one more chance, and we got to make sure Justice League makes it. That's why you've been seeing a lot of new clips on Suicide Squad They're promoting that. They're hoping that franchise will take off. There's a lot of nervous people. And the warning sign is... Sony went to Disney and said, okay, I'll put that with the Spider-Man. Uh, can we can, can we buy Iron Man for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming? Now, there was a rumor about what happened with Star Trek. Another favorite show of mine. Uh, basically, I was saying, okay, they're gonna, um, how come the, the the movie franchise? As a matter of fact, they came out with a new trailer um, for Star Trek. Well, it's supposed to come out today. I haven't even seen it yet. But the point is, say, why do it look like it's a, a TV show, and it's an alternate universe? How come they don't have the, uh, they never uh, introduced the Klingons? Oh, we got Ferengis, Cardassians. How come they never introduced these characters? Now we finally know why, because they were saving all these characters so they can go back to Star Trek TV. Now it was, the last Star Trek movie made um, a lot of money. Was that actor of uh, uh, Pike, Christopher Pike? I think. Uh, no, I'm thinking one of the characters. I'm sorry, but anyway, um, and he's going to be in the new Wonder Woman. Yes, Captain Kirk is going to be in the new Wonder Woman, right? But anyway, they're going to go back to the, t- the original TV timeline. Thank Captain Picard, Captain Janeway, Captain Cisco. These characters are going to be mentioned. They're so going to continue that timeline. 
So they're going to save all these characters. That's why, I'm asking a question, that's why they got all these new, um, a, a new alien race, a new enterprise, they're going to blow it up and come up with another enterprise. That's where they're going in that timeline and see if they can rescue that franchise. doesn't look good, folks. That's why they're getting ready for the TV, and that's why all these other characters, alien creatures, Ferengi, um, Gladassians, um, that snake-like creatures, that's why they're saving it for the TV show. Okay? A lot of people saying, oh, these students, they're making billions of dollars. That's because of inflation. But unfortunately, they're spending so much money. They're not getting, that's why they, they need these movies to make a billion dollars. How do they do that? A lot of repeat performance. There was one including Spider-Man. Got to see it again. Ant-Man. We know what happened there, right? He had the biggest part of all. Anybody seen that? Civil War knows what I'm talking about. He had the biggest part of all. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Okay, if you haven't seen Civil War, I don't want to ruin it. But anyway. Um, so, there was someone enough to ha- include putting Spider-Man back into the fold. Didn't have Thor, didn't have Hulk. Nobody cared. <laughs> You'd be surprised. And the letdown, and the letdown of Batman vs Superman, everybody is scared of. Okay, uh, I got 90 seconds. A little old English lady, tell me I, I'm being cut. I don't know if you can hear or not. Um, so that's what's happening with the box office. And just wanted to give you the news. Tomorrow uh, on the live show, be going over the review and Prince Proper Rain, because believe it or not, that's Star Wars. I'll be talking more about that. There's going to be a part two to the show. Uh, there's a lot of things I did not cover. Uh, I'll try to cover it tomorrow on the live show. I'll be going solo. That'll be Saturday. Uh, what's, what, the, what is it? Yeah, Saturday the 21st, 5 p.m. Um, the, the links are available on the website and the blog page. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully you can hear this. And um, I'm going to be signing off now because i got to go back and make sure this thing came out good. And hopefully there's going to be a part two. And I'm going to see how this sounds like. And if that's, if that's the way it's going to be for the next couple of shows, well, that's the way it's going to be. Okay, everybody, may the force be with you. Long live and prosper. I love saying that. I even know the people. Anyway, uh, I'll see you in a live show and tune in for the next radio show. Thanks, everybody. See you then. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.